Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune of interviewing Gino Wickman, who is the founder of EOS Worldwide, an organization that helps tens of thousands of businesses implement the entrepreneurial operating system with the aid of an international team of over 300 professional and certified EOS implementers and online support. There are almost 100,000 companies using the EOS tools worldwide. He is the best-selling author of multiple books, including Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business, Get a Grip, Rocket Fuel, How to Be a Great Boss, What the Heck is EOS, and the new book that we're here to talk about today, Entrepreneurial Leap. Gino, thanks so much for joining us. It is a pleasure, Seth. Looking forward to this. All right. Awesome. Let's go back in time a little bit because I know you weren't always the entrepreneurial operating system guru, for for lack of a better better term. How did that come about? How did you, I know you were uh, involved in a family business at a very young age. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So it was very unconventional how I got to where I got. And so I'm going to go a couple steps ahead of that just to share the whole story. So uh, graduated high school with a solid 2.3 grade point average, knew that college was not for me. My friends all went off to college and I just knew that a- academia was no, you know, not for me. And so I just knew I was different. I didn't know what that meant. I was lost, insecure, confused. I was a mislabeled derelict. So I was an entrepreneur in the making, but didn't know it. And then kind of fumbled around for five years trying to find myself and then ultimately ended up working my way into a family business, took over the family business after a year and a half of being there. And uh, the business was in dire need of a turnaround and I really felt I could save it. And so I took over and replaced the prior president of the business and over a three year period was able to completely turn that business around, get it growing again nicely, ran it for seven years. And then there were three partners, my dad, a third partner, myself, and we decided it was time to sell. We each owned a third of the company and we successfully sold the business and then very quickly, I stayed on for another year and a half to transition in the leadership team from Virginia. And during that experience, was a member of the Young Entrepreneurs Organization, now known as EO. I yeah. was a student of the Strategic Coach Program. And so I was surrounded by all this great training. And I, at 29, had an aha moment that I am an entrepreneur and then went and took another leap after that. Well, congratulations. Obviously, the longer version's in the book. We greatly appreciate your time. So what is the entrepreneurial operating system? 
So what that is, it is a system I created that basically helps an entrepreneur run their business like a Swiss watch. And so what we do is we work with the leadership team of the organization. The system ultimately helps them strengthen the six key components of their business. But in a nutshell, it helps that leadership team get 100% on the same page with the vision, gain much better traction, more accountability, more discipline, and become a much more healthy organization. And from there, as goes the leadership team, so goes the rest of the company. And you get to a point where the entire organization's crystal clear on the vision, gaining much better traction and much healthier. And so it's a set of tools that you implement in your organization, either on your own by buying the book and self-implementing or engaging one of our EOS implementers. All right. So Entrepreneurial Leap, your sixth book, Entrepreneurial Leap, do you have what it takes to become an entrepreneur? What prompted you to write this one? So it's interesting because I kind of did it in reverse. I've spent the previous 25 years obsessing about entrepreneurs and helping entrepreneurs. And now I'm going to the front end of that entrepreneurial journey and helping those entrepreneurs take a better leap. And as I think about it in hindsight, it was the perfect way to do it. I couldn't have done it any better or different because I had 25 years to work with entrepreneurs and really see the genetic code and the genetic makeup and the formula that is an entrepreneur. And so the reality though, with all that experience, I'm teaching my 18 year old self. There's a saying by Danielle Kenny that says, we teach what we needed the most. And so I'm teaching what I needed the most at 18 years old as this, like I said, lost mislabeled derelict. And if I had this at 18, I would have had an 11 year jump start on taking my entrepreneurial leap. And so I'm just teaching to the pain that I felt at 18. And whether you're 13 years old out there or 93 or anything in between, if you think you might be an entrepreneur in the making, this book is your answer. Wow. Okay. So we teach what we need the, mo need the most. It's writer downer. I wrote that one down. I hadn't heard that before. Um, that's got a light bulb going off for me. Nice. All right. So let's talk about so this is so this one is opposed to being written for a business owner who's got fires to put out and is in pain. This is the should I become an entrepreneur? But there are lessons. I read it and I said, wow, reading this now yeah. helps me in my business today. So I know it's for people who are thinking yeah. about becoming an entrepreneur, but I think it, every business owner should read it, but I'm biased. So helping identify the right entrepreneurial personality type, which you talk about, like what are... I don't want you to spill the secret sauce. I want people to go get the book, but give us one or two of those elements where kind of those aha moments of these are some of the personality traits you might need to become an entrepreneur. And then you've got some obviously great case studies and stories in the book. If you'll share one or two, that'd be our audience would love that, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I would love to. And I don't mind sharing the secret sauce. I've got no problem with that. You get by giving. So I, with that question, um, you know, it prompts the need to just kind of zoom out a little bit because you said something really powerful and it's an unintended consequence of writing this book and it's a really good one. And I never expected existing entrepreneurs to get so much out of it. It literally will light you up as an existing entrepreneur with a business. And it's also going to help you do a checkup from the neck up on everything you've done and are doing to make sure you're doing everything right. So that wasn't the intention because EOS in my book, Traction, is all for helping an existing entrepreneur. With that said, yes, its absolute purpose is to help a person who's scratching their head. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur right now. Um, and so it's a cautionary tale because what I believe is that every true entrepreneur has six essential traits. That has been my experience for 25 years working with thousands of entrepreneurs. And very quickly, those six essential traits, I don't mind sharing them all, are visionary, 
passionate, problem solver, driven, risk taker, and responsible. And so those are the six essential traits. I believe you're born with those traits. They can't be taught. It's nature over nurture. And so if you're sitting there scratching your head and thinking you might be, I offer a free assessment on the website. And so go take the assessment, do a deep dive into this. I also offer a free chapter of the book, which will teach you these things. Because first and foremost, you've got to confirm that you are one. And once you do, I then take you on a journey of self-discovery to decide if, if this path is right for you, because it's not for everyone. And if you don't have the six essential traits, I'm trying to save you 10 years of sheer hell. Okay, so obviously there's a story behind that. So please tell us about the 10 year, year, years of hell. Well, well there, there are, sadly, there are about 40 million stories behind that. So I can summarize them all into one. But I, what I do, this book is written in three parts, confirm, glimpse, path. And in the glimpse portion, so up until now, we've been talking about the confirm portion. Do you have the six essential traits? Glimpse is then showing you the future. And I do a few things in that part of the book, but one of them is I show a day in the life of an entrepreneur, both heaven and hell, both the dream and the nightmare. And so when you say the story about, you know, what does hell look like? Again, there are 40 million of them. I'm going to roll them all into one because many of your listeners are going to be able to relate to this. Um, so again, I teach heaven and it's great and it's possible and it's doable, but most entrepreneurs are living the nightmare, living that hell. And it's where you are having to wake up at the crack of dawn and work your ass off 24 seven until night. You are burning the candle at both ends. You walk into an office full, full of unmotivated, uncommitted employees who are, who are just there for a paycheck and are working just hard enough to not get fired. You avoid them like the plague. They have no passion for your customers or your product or your service as you do. You're barely breaking even. You're coming home exhausted every night. Your family's sick of you. They're getting tired of it. And, you're in, in, in the time, and time is running out for you. And your customers are staying with you because you're the cheapest price in town. And the second something cheaper comes along, they're going to get rid of you in a heartbeat. That's the nightmare. And that's what many entrepreneurs are living. And the dream is possible. Now, I don't know if you want to get into this, but then I teach the eight mistakes, critical mistakes that almost every entrepreneur makes when they launch their business. And it's what puts them in that nightmare. In yeah, that I, I think that is, I think we learn more from mis of other people's mistakes than we do reading a book about like Steve Jobs and going, geez, I wish I could be like him. Exactly. It's a heck of a lot easier to avoid the problem than exactly. it is to become some design visionary. Here, so here. obviously we want people to read the book. So we're not going to tell them all eight, but let's just go through a couple if you don't mind, because I think I'm gratified that I'm not living the nightmare that you described, but there uh, are ups and downs. It is a yeah. roller coaster, as you know, and I'd prefer a hockey stick. Yeah. So let's talk about a couple of those mistakes because sure. I'm sure some of us can relate to them. And even though we might have a business we're happy with, or we hope we're happy with, we're yeah. still making some of those to this day. Yeah. And for what it's worth, this comes from the real world because this is how almost every one of our clients come to us as an EOS client and we're able to correct all of these mistakes. But what I'm saying is they are all avoidable. When I started EOS Worldwide from scratch, I was savvy enough to know this going in and avoid all of these mistakes. So I'll pick uh, some of my favorites. Um, one would be hiring the wrong people. Another would be not charging enough. And so let's start with those two and uh, let's see if we want to go any deeper into that. 
So the hiring the wrong people issue, the way this shows up is the entrepreneur takes their entrepreneurial leap, realizes some level of success, sells a few something, generating revenue, they reach capacity and all of a sudden they need a body. And so they grab the closest body to them, their brother, their sister, their uncle, their aunt, their mom, their dad, their significant other, and they pull them into the business and they keep moving forward. And then they reach capacity again and grab another body and they keep doing that. Well, all of a sudden they find themselves with some number of people. Our clients come to us with between 10 and 250 employees. They find themselves with some number of people that just don't belong. And it's very inefficient. It's a drag on the organization. And so our clients on average end up getting rid of 20% of their employees within the first year because they were all those bad hires. My most extreme example is 50% turnover. They got rid of 50% of their people that didn't belong. And some are as low as 10%, but on average it's 20%. Point being, the way to solve that is when you reach capacity, take a breath, and hire people that have your core values and fit in your culture. Your core values are a direct reflection of you and your core values, and that defines your culture, number one. Number two, hire for the skill set and the seat you're trying to fill. And if you'll just do that, slow hire, quick fire, you're going to be 10 steps ahead. And then as for not charging enough, this is a travesty. This is a psychological issue. Uh, this is an issue of insecurity and confidence, but Human beings, entrepreneurs, have a terrible habit of undervaluing themselves. And in a startup, truly, most of them are breaking even or losing just enough where it's going to put them out of business in the long run. And let's pretend they're losing 5% every year. Well, a 10% increase is the difference between going out of business and surviving forever because a 10% increase takes you from a 5% loss to a 5% profit. And so two great disciplines here or thoughts or ideas. Number one is please watch a TED talk by Casey Brown. She is the queen of pricing and she will help you understand this psychological issue, this psychology, and she will help you teach you how to educate your customers and clients on conveying your value. And then number two is a great quote by Dan Sullivan that says, when it comes to pricing, pick the number that scares you the most and then add 20%, okay? And so those two little tips will help you avoid this chronic mistake of not charging enough. All right, that's a, I mean, I, a great, writer, great writer down there is awesome golden nuggets. What, I mean, you've grown an organization now that served over 100,000 business owners. How do you juggle, how do you manage that? How do you balance it all? How do you keep from having those fires? How do you keep from living the nightmare other than the things you've already talked about? Yeah, it's great. And so I first and foremost protect my time. Okay, and so I live in, uh, you're gonna hear me mention him once or twice, Dan Sullivan. He created something called the Entrepreneurial Time System. And it's very simple. It's, it's focus, free and buffer days. And so what that means is it first starts with free days. Building this organization over the last 20 years, I took 150 days off a year. And so first and foremost, I'm protecting my energy, my creativity. And so the fallacy that every entrepreneur needs to work 24 seven every day of the year, it's a fallacy. So 150 days, and that includes an August sabbatical that I've taken for 22 years running now. That's first and foremost. Next, focus time. And that's when I'm actually doing the work, making money, building the company. And that's 150 days. And then I would take 65 buffer days. And these are days that buffer those two types of days. And these are the days I clean up messes, get organized, things like that. 
The power of that system, Dan created, is it helps you manage your energy and protect your time. And so now within those days that I'm working, I'm a 55-hour-a-week guy. That's my magic number. You don't have to work 80 hours. And I like to work more than 40. Everybody's different. Pick your number. But that helps me manage my energy, remain a good dad, a good husband, a good friend, a good family member to my family. And so I, it starts there. So now all of a sudden, I'm protecting my energy. I certainly eat well. I take care of myself. I exercise. And then inside of that, it's all about managing capacity, what we call delegate and elevate, delegate and elevate. And so I stay in my sweet spot. And each time I reach capacity, I delegate things off so that I'm elevating myself to my sweet spot. And that's bringing people into the organization. And so that's some high level fast stuff that I do to Absolutely. Safe. With all of the success you've achieved, I mean, what's your biggest challenge right now? What's your, and what's your biggest opportunity right now? Yeah. And so it's, so this new project. So with EOS Worldwide, I actually sold the company two years ago. I still own 12 and a half percent. I still own the books. I still speak. I still have clients. I'm still the EOS guy. So half of my working time is still EOS. The other half is this new project, Entrepreneur Elite. It is a passion project. The goal is to impact a million entrepreneurs in the making over the next year. I'm doing that through collaborators. And so it's, it's finding the right collaborators that are out there teaching entrepreneurs in the making that are looking for great content. I've got 34 of them now. I'm talking to another 80. And so it's finding the right ones and really forming those relationships. Um, and so the big opportunity is getting this message to the world. And so the challenge is finding all those right collaborators, which I'm doing, and the opportunity is impacting and reaching those entrepreneurs in the making. Awesome. I mean, it's kind of obvious, but what do you like best about what you do? <laughs> well, so what I do is I help entrepreneurs. And so I've been doing it since I was 24 years old. And so I'm going on my 30th year, just about 30 years of that. And so it's, it is seeing the entrepreneur light up, seeing the entrepreneur realize a level of freedom. And so for me, it's all about helping that entrepreneur maximize their freedom, their creativity, and their impact. And every time I see that happen for them, which I'm fortunate enough to see that countless times in a day through emails, conversations, et cetera. So just every time I help an entrepreneur get closer to their own personal freedom, that's a, that's a good day, good hour, good minute for me. Awesome. We greatly appreciate your time. We know how valuable it is for our folks who are watching or listening. Where is the best place for them to go to get the book and the assessment and all of the tools that come with it? Great. And so the epicenter of all things Entrepreneurial Leap is the website e-leap.com. You'll find everything there, a bunch of free tools. You can buy the book there. Book's available at all major retailers, but e-leap.com is the place to find everything. Take the free assessment. Awesome. This is Seth Green from Sharkpreneur with Gino Wickman of e-leap.com. Gino, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. Had a blast. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.